Have you ever, after climbing up on a roof, looked and thought to yourself, wow, this would make a perfect rooftop patio? Let's talk about this niche, rooftop patios, in this episode of the Roofing Business Builder Podcast. Hi, this is Daniel Laxtons, and you're listening to the Roofing Business Builder Podcast, brought to you by Roofing Business Builder, the coaching program. Go ahead and hit subscribe right now and click like and hit the bell so that way you'll be notified when another amazing episode comes out. Roofing Business Builder is brought to you by Roofing Business Builder, the coaching program. And that's the coaching program that helps you to understand how to grow and scale your business in the commercial realm. There's a lot of things that you can learn. It's a learning curve and different things. I always promise that I'll save you years of mistakes that you can possibly make that can run into hundreds of thousands of dollars. And you actually uh, get not only the program, but you also get me. You get me uh, every Wednesday. We have the weekly wins a call and you also get my phone number so that way if you're in an emergency situation you're in a situation that you've never experienced before and you need my help then I'll always be available now this rooftop patio conversation that we're talking about in this podcast is actually taken from one of the weekly wins call on Wednesday from last year and I'm actually sharing information about how to install these rooftop patios and if you're listening in your truck that's great (laughs) but if you want to see some of the pictures feel free to go over to YouTube to Roofing Business Builder and you can actually watch the podcast there too and actually see uh, the pictures of these rooftop patios that I'm designing I pretty much say pavers through the presentation, but we actually talk not only about pavers, but the plastic wood composite decking that can be used too. And it's pretty neat. It's a pretty uh, neat system that you can use. You can use this as a niche. But let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, I normally would do a mindset right now, but during the weekly wins, I also do a mindset. So let's just jump right in to my presentation about rooftop patios. I changed my tomorrow by doing something different today. We have to hold that intention. I'm gonna change my tomorrow because I'm gonna do something different. Now, what can we do different today? Now, you can do the smallest things. This is a subconscious mind thing, right? So you gotta tell your subconscious mind that now we're gonna start doing things differently. So you may even choose to take a different path. If you're always driving the same way to work or the same way to go to a client's place or whatever it is, switch it up, Uh, go down a different path. You know, you might find uh, that this other direction has more trees, maybe has a a little pond or a lake or something, but choose something different, Uh, mix it up. And that way it's, it's shocking reality to bring something different. Here's another big one is, When talking to someone, you know, sometimes we want to just let someone know, hey, that's totally wrong. And in some cases in roofing, well, we have to speak up. But sometimes if we're talking to maybe someone that's at the store or or whatever it is, uh, talking to your, your significant other or your children, can we sometimes maybe react differently than the way that 
we'd normally react? Is there something that we could say that would um, be different? And this is something good, again, because it switches up uh, the reality that you're in. Because it, and then even if you're wanting to maybe let someone know that, hey, I do know this, if you hold back from that, that energy comes back to you and it can change. It will change what happens tomorrow. And then there's other ways like getting a haircut, you know, get a different haircut. Uh, there's people that want to make a drastic change in their life. Sometimes they'll shave their head. They'll do something that would be totally unnormal. But if you shaved your head and you're walking around, people are going to look at you differently. And so it's going to really shift your reality to be something different, to feel something. I'm not saying to shave your head, but I'm just saying that these are ideas on how to change something today. So that way you'll have a different tomorrow. And then um, you oh, I misspelled wear, but we'd want to wear different clothing, maybe choose different clothing, uh, do something, just switch something up. And it's stimulating because, you know, when you're switching things up, even in your mind, it's kind of fun. You're playing a game with reality and just try one of these techniques and see if you have something different that will show up, more customers showing up, just better experiences. So that's pretty much it. Change. I change my tomorrow by doing something different today. You know, by the way, that's also the reason why we go on vacation, because when you're on vacation, you're going to get different inputs. So you, your, your brain is only being fed the same thing. I used to go to sleep. I, I remember running my roofing business and working at FedEx at night. And what would happen is um, I remember in my dreams, I'm pushing boxes in my dreams, pushing boxes. I'm like, why am I dreaming about pushing boxes? Because that's what I, all I was doing. I'd be having dreams about welding, welding um, you know, the walls, parapet walls, and then pushing boxes. And I'm like, hmm. I need to put some different input. So when you go on vacation, next thing you know, your brain's getting new input. And so that's the whole concept here. I changed my tomorrow by doing something different today. We're putting new input into the system and that switches things up and brings uh, better manifestations. Let's get into uh, some technical here. I thought this would be kind of cool. I don't I think I've ever covered it in one of the weekly wins uh, live QA, but rooftop pavers. Have you ever seen these before? Now, I used to uh, buy my pavers from Sunnybrook. They're out of Ohio. They're like the, the least expensive for the highest quality of a paver. Uh, but this could even be a niche uh, that a person could get into depending on where you're at. But if there's a, a bar that has you know a roof that has access, you could always even sell this type of system where you're going to put down... Um, a roofing system, and usually a single ply would be the best for this, even like the, the Duralast or Fibertide or something like that, because uh, the, you're going to be able to weld around your penetrations. And then, um, but these are amazing. You know, you can have a restaurant, literally that's got a Sam Adams, um, but the, you have a restaurant up here. So you can talk to a restaurant and say, hey, look, you can utilize that space on the roof. Uh, for, you know, and improve the value. I mean, just by bringing this idea uh, to a business owner, you know, which that's your idea, right? To develop a close relationship. Say, hey, I got some ideas for you. Why don't we, um, you, you buy that building and you're buying it on, based upon the square footage of what the building has. But if you improve a section like that roof space, well, you just created extra square footage, uh, for that restaurant or for that bar or whatever it is by putting a roof 
top paver system on it. And these look really cool. And it is a nice niche to get into. And when you're doing this, again, Sunnybrook was who I bought from. I'm not, I don't work for them or I'm not, a, you know, yeah, not marketing for them. But just as an example here. So when you're looking at this, these are pedestals. And why do you have to use pedestals? And yes, you see over here where you can put the um, your EPS foam um, to, this is the way we did our pedestals on one of our projects. I, I searched for my pictures, but I think they're all on film because back then we didn't have iPhones on the times that we did these paper systems, but they, they have newer type of pedestals that are adjustable. So if we look here, these have like little screws on them and then you bolt those down or you may not even have to bolt them, but that it's, it's incredible. Why do you have to have pedestals? Well, the reason why is because of drainage. So you want the water to go through the paver, the concrete pavers, and then drain down to the roof. Well, of course, you're going to have a slope. You're going to have to have at least a, a, quarter, a quarter, a eighth quarter. There's going to be some slope. And on some of these roofs, you may have larger slopes. And so you're going to measure, you have to design this paver system in such a way uh, where you're going to make it flat on top, and yet the water will drain below. And so you'll have different heights on your pedestals. Now, personally, I did these type of roofing systems when I had my roofing business, uh, Blue Skies uh, in Indianapolis. And the, this first one here, this guy, I had no idea. I was driving, this is uh, US uh, 37, which is going to be the uh, corridor 69 that comes all the way through Texas. But this is in Martinsville, Indiana. And um, I was driving by and I noticed this house. And so I went up and talked to the foreman and asked what they're going to be doing about the, uh, the master bedroom's little porch here. And they didn't know. And so I got the job. And because of doing this, it happened to be the guy that was the owner that was building this neighborhood was also the commander of a military base. And then I started getting work at the military base because of it. But this was the result. I put down a paper system. In this situation, all I laid down was the Duralast and then a Visqueen. And then, then I, I used a compression seal to, to bolt down the fencing around it. So it's a compression system. And right here is an example of a compression system too. When I originally ordered this roofing system, I ordered separate pieces for each of the, you know, the, basically we laid down uh, two by fours. And then we encapsulated the two by fours. Originally, it was designed where I was going to actually bolt them down on either side. And I was going to try to bolt down the transition because that's the way the spec book always read. And then the tech rep came over. His name is John Janko. He's still awesome tech rep. Uh, but he, he says, oh, man, that's going to cost you way too much money. Just buy one sheet. And then we, we straddled this because, you know, the wind's not going to move this. So when it's bolted down, it's going to have plenty of drainage to the to the gutter that's over here of course you want your eight inches all around so but this is the system and then what you do is you run your dirt your your um, sealant across the top where you're going to make your compression seal so and then these what these are is i bought a bunch of walk pads and you cut the walk pads and strips and then you set the walk pads in the sealant and then when you lay down your wood decking, here's the picture down below. When you lay down the decking, you have to screw through the wood, hit the top of that walk pad. The screw goes through the walk pad, through the sealant, and through the membrane into the wood. And so that's the before picture. And right there was the after right here. 
And a last one I'd show you. Oh, where is it? Here we go. Uh, this is the same thing here that we did on the other one. Looks like I may have actually encapsulated <laughs> this one. So I spent more money, but you know, I wanted positive drainage. And if you notice the slope of the roof here was, it looks like a, a was that a one by 12 slope. So uh, by the time I got down to the bottom, I, I had to use uh, two by 18s. I cut an angle on there to bring it up to level. So you got to measure and make sure that it's level. And then again, here's a, in this picture, I'm showing a sealant. I put sealant also on top of it. There was not a need to, I think, or I, maybe I didn't do it. It's probably... This was um, systems roofing, which I had helped them create a, a subcontracting business. And they were so grateful that they, um, they even installed this for free for me. <laughs> That's awesome, isn't it? But, but anyways, but yeah, the sealant goes in between the membrane and the walk pad and it creates a compression seal. So when you screw down and that pressure goes down tight, then the sealant squeezes out and it becomes like a washer in there. And so, but this is a specification, I believe in most spec books that you can look, otherwise you have to talk with engineering because you definitely want to get that warranty. Here was the results. This, this is the house I built here in Austin, sold this. It's now worth over 1.4 million. Um, but see the deck, how it looks, have the jacuzzi up there. This is uh, over here, the, the way it looked from that angle. And there's Micah and me up on the rooftop, drinking some coffee and enjoying the morning but that is how we can use rooftop pavers. This could be a niche for you if this is something that interests you. So that was my presentation on the weekly winds call and they are really neat systems. And there's different ways that you can actually do pavers. There's multiple companies, manufacturers out there that have different types of paver systems that might fit the need for your customer. And now it's time for Did You Know? <laughs> Did you know that installing a rooftop patio on a building with a, that's either a flat or low slope roof actually can significantly increase the value of the property? See, these rooftop patios or decks, they provide numerous benefits beyond just creating an outdoor you know, space. And here's a few of them. Maximizing space utilization. So a rooftop patio effectively utilizes unused space uh, for entertainment or a bar or for social gatherings. Um, it can significantly increase or enhance the property's value because it'll command a higher price. Imagine someone is buying this building, but they see this one has a really awesome <laughs> rooftop patio. Uh, the space is being utilized. So you can see how that can truly significantly increase uh, the value and desirability for someone to purchase this building. It can also be um, expand living and environment areas. Uh, some rooftop patios offer residents or occupants to have an outdoor retreat and so you got panoramic views um, they can host events up there actually downtown austin or you know on the south side we had parties on the roof all the time and it was just amazing uh, what you can do with that also there's urban green spaces so a lot of people are moving towards environmentally friendly things so if you 
you put one of these up there, you can also add um, plants, green spaces. Um, it's just uh, vegetation, <laughs> air quality is improved. It's just a really cool thing. So be sure to check out uh, the zoning compliance uh, for the area that you're installing roofs in. But this is really cool. Just remember that um, that you can actually increase the property's value and use this as a niche to actually gain more customers. So that's it, guys. I appreciate you listening to the show. Uh, we've got lots of great things coming this year. Uh, all of us are uh, working to build our roofing businesses and, you know, we can actually even share comments because you're not really competing against someone that's also listening to the podcast. So if you're actually on YouTube, be sure to leave a comment and talk about some of the things, ideas that you have. And that way, maybe we can cross-pollinate knowledge through our roofing network that we have within this podcast. You go ahead and hit subscribe right now and click like and hit the bell so that way you'll be notified when another amazing episode comes out. But I really do appreciate you. So until next time, I don't always consult on commercial roofing, but when I do, I make millionaires. Stay welcome, my friends.